so it's uh, warming up. It's about time. It's 5 o'clock. This is 104.5 FM, WAXX Eau Claire. Let's get some of the morning's news. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. Special Counsel Robert Mueller is explaining why he did not pursue obstruction of justice charges against President Trump. Terry Moore says it's because of a long-standing Justice Department policy. The department policy states that a president cannot be charged with a federal crime while in office. In a statement to reporters, Mueller said, Charging the president with a crime was therefore not an option we could consider. And he added, If we had had confidence that the president clearly did not commit a crime, we would have said so. The House Judiciary Committee wants to hear from Mueller, but Mueller warned that if he testifies, he will not stray from the unredacted findings in his final report. And the report is my testimony. I would not provide information beyond that which is already public. I'm Terry Moore, NBC News Radio. Louisiana could soon become the fifth state to approve a fetal heartbeat abortion ban. Lawmakers passed a bill yesterday that would prohibit women from terminating a pregnancy once a fetal heartbeat is detected. The state house shot down an amendment that would have provided exceptions for rape or incest. Democratic Governor John Bell Edwards has said he would sign the bill. Louisiana is also considering letting voters decide on a constitutional amendment against abortion rights. More than 200 missing children in the Atlanta area have been found thanks to a massive FBI operation. Dubbed Operation Safe Summer 2, agents rescued 231 missing and exploited children between May 1st and 24th. Special Agent Chris Hacker said the Bureau is committed to protecting children before they become victims. And Boeing's CEO is apologizing to the relatives of the victims who died in two crashes of 737 MAX airliners. In an interview with CBS Evening News, CEO Dennis Muhlenberg said the company feels terrible about the crashes in Indonesia and Ethiopia that left nearly 350 people dead. Problems with the anti-stall software on the Boeing 737 MAX is linked to both crashes. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Round up your friends, round up your family, head to the 16th Annual Stanley Rodeo Days, Father's Day weekend, June 14th through the 16th at Chapman Park in Stanley. Rodeo performances Friday and Saturday evening starting at 7.30. And after the rodeo, stick around for a free band concert with Spitfire Rodeo. It's the perfect Father's Day gift. Free parking, free entrance into the park filled with all kinds of vendors. Handicap accessible is available too. Go to stanleyrodeo.com and get your tickets today. Stanley Rodeo Days, Chapman Park in Stanley, Father's Day weekend. If you test drive a new 2019 F-150 truck, I promise you'll see why more truck owners are switching and driving F-150s. During our Memorial Day sales event, you can lease a new 2019 F-150 STX for just $199 a month. Plus, you get your choice of a free tunnel cover or a spray and bed liner. I'm Kina. And I'm Rick Moore, the owner of the all-new Eau Claire Ford Lincoln Quick Lane. Lease a new 2019 F-150 STX for just $199 a month. 10% down plus tax title license, 24 month lease. 10,500 miles per year, zero security deposit. This $199 a month lease offer ends June 30th, 2019. We've got a great selection of new 2019 F-150s. If you don't see the truck color or options you're looking for, I'll get it for you. At Eau Claire Ford Lincoln Quick Lane, we give everyone our lowest price. So you never have to worry if you paid too much or if you paid more than your neighbor. Come on in. The all-new Eau Claire 4 Lincoln Quick Lane. Across from the new Fleet Farm, I-94 and Highway 93. 
A construction project needs materials to get the job going. Olenex is the place to make that happen. They provide varieties of ready-mix concrete, a complete range of aggregates from their pits delivered to your home or job site, as well as excavating services and trucking and pulp hauling equipment. They'll help you get your construction project done and done right. They're well-known throughout northwestern Wisconsin, with locations in Stanley, Cornell, Ladysmith, and Medford, along with their main office in Jump River. Contact them at olynicks.com or call 715-668-5211. Gear up for summer with help from your neighbors at Blaine's Farm and Fleet. We've got the supplies you need to get the job done, along with knowledgeable associates to answer your questions and provide you with helpful tips for whatever your project, like Carlisle Trailer, Ag, Lawn and Garden, and ATV Tires. Their cutting-edge technology, product performance, and quality keep your equipment moving along. Right now, all Carlisle specialty tires are 10% off. That's genuine value from Blaine's Farm and Fleet, the original, authentic, still family-owned since 1955 going to start feeling like summer here the next couple of days. Today, we should be right around 80, maybe some rain later on in the day. Tonight, overnight, down to about 55. Tomorrow, mid-80s, maybe rain later in the day. Saturday, again, a chance of some rain cooling off into the old mid to low 70s. Sunday and Monday, low 70s and partly cloudy, so we should see some sun there. We'll find out they got this... Chance of rain, but we'll find out from Monica how big a chance it is. Right now in Green Bay, it's 59-61 in Milwaukee. Madison Sun Prairie, the warm spot at 63. Wausau at 62, or 52, excuse me, in Wausau. 51 in Marshfield. Rice Lake at 49. It is 62 in La Crosse. And it's 48 right now in the Eau Claire Chippewa Falls Menominee area as we're looking for a high today right around 80. We're also going to be looking at the markets. They're next. Brought to you by Bobcat Plus, Chippewa Falls, and Osseo. Tough jobs demand tough equipment. Bobcat loaders from Bobcat Plus answer the challenge for those tough jobs. Like the new M-Series loaders. More power. More performance. More comfort. There's a Bobcat loader that's perfect for your job. But don't just take my word on it. Hi, this is Bob Bosold. See the compact material handling equipment experts at Bobcat Plus and let their specialists show you the growing lineup of Bobcat equipment. Visit Bobcat Plus in Butler, Waukesha, Dupuy. Appleton, Osseo, or Chippewa Falls. Bobcat Plus, working the state of Wisconsin, one customer at a time. Junior Achievement is about empowering young people to own their own economic success through work readiness, financial literacy, and entrepreneurship. Did you know Junior Achievement impacted nearly 16,600 students in northwestern Wisconsin last year? Wow. Why volunteer for Junior Achievement? Junior Achievement equips students with professional skills that they can use throughout their life, and I find that really gratifying to be a part of. If you want to be a volunteer, visit volunteerjuniorachievement.com. Why Junior Achievement? Because tomorrow's leaders need role models today. Drunk driving is 100% preventable 100% of the time. Help them create a future of no more victims at mad.org. That's M-A-D-D dot O-R-G. Once again, Bobcat Plus bringing us the early morning look at the markets. And Scott, cash livestock trade. Fed beef steers are at 109 to 117 and a half with mixed selling 80 to 109. Fed beef heifers 107 to 117 with mixed 85 to 111. Fed Holstein steers are 84 and a half to 93 and a half with select and choice 64 to 84. Cows are 42 to 50 with the top selling at 75. Bulls 60 to 90. Butcher hogs are 55 and down. Sows are 52 to 55 with boars. 
fourteen to twenty. Shorn and unshorn market lambs are seventy-seven to a dollar fifty-five, and feeder lambs are five to one seventy-five. At the Mercantile Exchange, cattle futures a little better yesterday. June live cattle at one twelve thirty-five. That was up eighty cents. August at one hundred seven eighty-five, up seventy. Or excuse me, up seven. And the October price on uh, live cattle, 108.15, that was up 25. December, 112.60, up 37. Feeder cattle for August, 142.72, that was up 50 cents. September up 35 at 143.02. October up 2 at 142.85. November down 15 at 143.05. January also down 15. Lean hogs for June. 8520 that was up 122 July 8780 up 210 August hogs 8912 up 177 October at 8257 up uh, excuse me up 175 and board of trade kind of cooled off in the grain markets overnight after another run up yesterday July corn down a nickel at 414. The oats down one at 313. July wheat down seven at 483. July soybeans down seven at 865. Meal down 260 a ton at $316.40. Cheese prices were unchanged yesterday. Barrels at 154 and a quarter. The blocks 168 and a quarter. Double A butter down three and a half at 237 and a quarter. May class three was unchanged 1638. June down one at 1607. Then prices turned around. July was up six at sixteen forty six. August up eleven at sixteen eighty one. September back over seventeen dollars, up thirteen cents at seventeen oh eight. October was also above seventeen dollars, just barely, but above seventeen dollars. Prices up through next January. That's an early morning look at our markets, courtesy of the folks at Bobcat Plus. And uh, Richard Halupka was out in the uh, stands. Alfalfa stands here, and uh, this is as of May 29th. So, again, this is uh, just a fresh report from Richard at the Greenwood Field. Relative feed value now, forage value at 210, the height at 20 inches. Nielsville, 200 with the height at 22 inches. So, again, these fields are getting close, but they're not there yet when we're looking at uh, cutting at 175. It's uh, got a ways to go. If it loses about five points a day, we're still a few days away. The first part of next week, it looks like, before some of those fields are ready. We've got more farm news to take a look at this morning. Ten minutes after five, and our farm news on wax. The farm news is being brought to you by Strong Microbials. For peace of mind on crop preservation, count on Strong Microbials, family-owned and founded by microbiologists right here in Wisconsin. Their super-sile forage and silage inoculants deliver a fast pH drop and great numbers for liquid protein and estimated milk. Strong Microbials super-sile products are premium inoculants at a low, fair price. Strong Microbials is a friend to farmers. Go to strongmicrobials.com or call Strong Microbials at 844-696-4276. That's 844-696-4276. 
Woohoo! I got me a big one here, Bubba. I told you fishing in Wisconsin is awesome. Yeah. Don't lose them, Tex. Ooh, that's going to be some good eating. What is it, Tex? It's the all-new 2019 Mitsubishi Eclipse Cross CUV from Prestige Mitsubishi. Catch our biggest savings of the year during the Trade and Upgrade sales event. Going on now at Prestige Mitsubishi. Get 0% APR for 60 months on all 2019 Outlander Sport CUVs. And you still get the Prestige Mitsubishi Lifetime Warranty. Plus, Prestige Mitsubishi will take your trade even if you owe six, eight, even $10,000 more than your old car is worth. And with a job bringing home $299 per week, our aggressive lenders will push to approve your credit today. I love Prestige Mitsubishi because you always spend less and get more. I love them because I just caught me a whopper of a deal. <laughs> Prestige Mitsubishi, just one mile north of I-94 on Highway 93 in Eau Claire. Or visit MitsubishiVauClair.com. Stock number K10600 plus tax title and license. Zero APR is 1667 per thousand finance. Trade balance refinance to new loan. Subject to lender approval. Offers not combined. 12 minutes after 5 and wax, 48 degrees right now. Get about 80 today, maybe some rain a little later on. We'll check with Monica on the amount or how widespread later on. But right now, because of the strong microbials being with us once again, we take a look at some farm news. Scott, what's going on? Farmers around the country continue to say they want trade, not aid. And President Trump is now saying he's hoping to announce a new free trade deal with Japan this August. This past weekend, U.S. Trade Ambassador Robert Lighthizer was involved in about three hours of trade talks with his Japanese counterpart as part of the presidential group visiting Japan. Following those talks, he said both sides agreed to work to get a new deal done soon. But no agreement is expected until after Japanese elections in July. President Trump said the deal will mean he'll sell more. We we will sell more to Japan to balance out our current trade deficit with the Japanese. And he said selling them more agricultural products will be a big part of any new deal. And June 1st is only a couple days away, but Environmental Protection Agency officials continue to say they plan to announce the rules for using E15 ethanol blends in our gas supply on a year-round basis by the end of this week. But observers say that any such action regarding E15 will be challenged in the courts, and that will likely delay the implementation of the rule. And ethanol production is also the focal point of a new bill introduced in the House that would make the EPA more accountable when allowing small refiners waivers. The Renewable Fuel Standard Integrity Act would would set June 1st as the deadline for small refineries to apply for blending waivers. Since 2018, the EPA has granted 54 waivers to small refiners, which has meant more than 2.6 billion gallons of ethanol has not been taken off the market and blended into our gasoline supply. And there are currently 40 more refinery waiver petitions pending. And uh, that's a look at some of our farm news this morning. We'll have more as we go along. Markets, Jerry Clark should be here on a Thursday morning. Brought to you by Strong Microbials this morning. And a reminder that uh, tomorrow morning, yours truly will be over in Marshfield for the mayor's breakfast. And if you get there early, you can uh, stop and visit. Hopefully, we'll uh, get a chance to visit with a lot of folks tomorrow morning as uh, we're there. And then, of course, Saturday, we'll be uh, on the road, too. Both Scott and I at the dairy breakfast. We'll take a look at uh, where those are over the weekend. But, uh, again, we want to thank... Our sponsors who are helping us get to all the dairy breakfasts that we can around the area, including the Wisconsin Farmers Union, the Nasonville Dairy right outside of Marshfield, Smith Brothers Meats and Colby, KS Dairy Consulting, Lagranders Hillside Dairy, Husagas True Value Hardware and Stanley, Marika Gouda, 
McMillan Warner Mutual Insurance, Olenix, also O'Galley Cheese and Gifts, United Mutual Insurance, that previously known as Little Black Mutual, Compere Financial, and Superior Gas Service of Marshfield. And folks at Superior Gas Service of Marshfield, they're the ones that supply the gas to fire those big pens you were talking about to make the eggs over there at Marshfield. A lot of heat needed for that. Well, there is, and so it's always fun to talk to those folks as uh, they uh, get the eggs ready to go. So a lot of good things going on over there in Marshfield. But again, lots of dairy breakfast will be happening starting, as we said, tomorrow, the mayor's breakfast in Marshfield, and then, of course, all the Dairy Fest activities all weekend long in Marshfield. Parades, ball games, things for the kids, picnic in the park, you name it. There are things going on in Marshfield all weekend long. So it's always a a great tradition. Our old buddy Les Leonard helped start that with... uh, Marilyn Hardacre. Hardacre was the mayor back at that time. She was. And they started that uh, many, many years ago. You know, most folks have a dairy breakfast, but (laughs) Marshfield, they blow it out for the whole weekend over there. (laughs) Yeah, they do. And it starts with a breakfast tomorrow morning, the mayor's breakfast, and it's uh, at the fairgrounds in Marshfield, home of the world's biggest round barn over there in Marshfield. All right, coming up, we're going to have a little conversation about grilling season. I'm not sure just exactly what uh, folks down in the southern part of the state uh, did this, and I'm not sure (laughs) if they're talking about recipes or the best kind of grills to use or whatever the case may be, but uh, we're going to talk about uh, grilling. That's coming up next right here on 20 in a row, Wax 104.5. Right now, we've got about uh, 48 degrees out there. Down in La Crosse, it's 62 And maybe a little fog out in some spots, so be careful of that. Also, if you're getting around the Mississippi River, the Kickapoo River, some of these rivers are really, really high, so do be careful. But we'll talk grilling next, right here on 20 in a Row Wax 104.5. At Bremer Bank, we see you and everything you're working to accomplish. Since 1943, we've helped neighbors like you achieve success on their own terms making the places we call home grow and prosper. We'd love to hear what you see for yourself, your business, your family, your future. Let's see what we can do together. Find out more at Brimmer.com. Economy Furniture in Chippewa Falls is something that you've got to see. The biggest selection for Brand names, and we finance it interest free. Furnishing the Chippewa Valley since 1950. Economy Furniture's for me. Drunk driving is 100% preventable 100% of the time. Help them create a future of no more victims at mad.org. That's M A D D dot O R G. My grill has been out, it's been cleaned, and it's been used already as we get to grilling season following Memorial Day and through Labor Day. Lots of things are done. Bob Bosel here at the northern end of the longest barn in the world 
And Pam, I don't know about you, but uh, it adds a whole new dimension to eating when you can use your grill. Absolutely. And so long as the mosquitoes don't lift you away, it is still a great pastime for folks if you can find a little shelter. Fabulous farm, Pam Yankee at the southern end of the world's longest barn. And like you said, Bob, uh, at my house, we grill year-round, even if there's snow out there. Now, this is a relatively new experience for Josh Scramlin on the farm show staff. He is a Michigan farm boy where they obviously did grilling, but he is impressed by the passion that Wisconsinites have, not only for grilling, but for the local butcher that provides them with the meats they'll enjoy this summer. Josh? I'm certainly not a meat expert by any stretch of the imagination, but there's only a few things in this world that I enjoy more than meat. Think about it. Just as summer rolls around, you crack a beer, grill out on the patio, and have all your friends over for a barbecue. But before that happens, you have to go to wherever you purchase your meat from, stop yourself from buying one of everything in the store, and then take it home and prepare it how you like. Hi, this is Josh Scramlin with the Midwest Farm Report. And when I was growing up in Michigan, my parents religiously drove to the exact same locally owned meat market every single month to grab anything from pork sausage to ham steaks to ground beef to bratwurst to sausage. And they have been doing this my entire life and will probably continue to do so for the rest of their lives. But I've come to realize that not everybody does that. And my parents are certainly the exception more than they are the norm. And as I did some online research, I found dozens and dozens of articles ranging all the way back from 2001 to just a couple of weeks ago talking about how local butchers are disappearing. But it's easy for somebody to sit in some high-rise in some giant city and talk about how they don't see any butchers anywhere. I had so many questions about how an actual butcher would feel about this, so I decided to hop in my car and make the trek down to Lake Geneva, Wisconsin, where I spoke with Nick from Lake Geneva Country Meats about the changing landscape of the butcher industry. My name is Nick Vorpagel. I am the Vice President of Business Development here at Lake Geneva Country Meats, so we do everything we can do to help grow the business and get more meat sold. So, Nick, can you tell me just kind of a brief history on um, how your meat market started, how long ago it was, anything that you can think of? My grandparents, John and Rita Leahy, started the business in 1965. All we did was custom slaughter for local farmers. And in the next 53 years, 54 years, Mm -hmm. we've grown to do retail, a lot of retail, and then wholesale for local restaurants, grocery stores, um, gas stations, convenience stores, things like that. So how many animals do you guys slaughter on a, any given week? Any given week, we can do up to 25 beef and 40 to 70 pigs, lambs. Kind of depends on what's available and how much we've done the previous weeks. So since the business started all the way back in the 60s, just how much has the butcher industry evolved, changed? Butcher industry has changed dramatically. It's something that you forget as somebody that's on a butcher shop every day knows a lot of farmers, but in the 60s, everybody knew a farmer. Everybody was getting freezer beef or a half a pig for their freezer. Now to do that's a novelty. So we go from people that buy beef once a year in a large quantity to, I just want steaks for tonight, or I just want some ground turkey because I'm trying to watch calories. And what are the challenges facing maybe not just your butcher shop, but all modern butcher shops? Yeah, that's a great question. There's a number of things. One is people are very health conscious, so they want to make sure what they're eating is good for them. So making sure that we're educating people on lean protein nutrition, making sure that we're meeting that demand. Two, I think people are very price conscious. And as a smaller butcher shop, you're always going to cost a little bit more than a big mass market retailer. So educating people on 
there's a value difference between what we offer and what some big box store offers. And then finally, I think just um, a lot of people don't always feel easy with the idea of eating meat um, and are worried about things like antibiotics or how is this animal treated. So making sure, again, education, communication, and explaining that we're doing everything that we can to do to put a wholesome product on your table. And kind of going off of that, what are some of the misconceptions that you think people have of uh, just meat markets in general? You know, it's hard to say because we have a really great educated consumer base because we try very hard to make sure that they understand what's going on. But I think a lot of people get these images of factory farms in their heads and think that that's kind of how all animals are treated and that's how meat is made. Uh, And that's just not true. Um, Certainly that happens on video. It's not Mm -hmm. fake. But it's a, a really rare thing. So I think making sure that people understand that we care about the animals. It's not good for us from any sort of standpoint to mistreat animals. It's not good for us to have animals that aren't safe to eat because we're eating it too. So it's important to educate people on that. A butcher isn't really an occupation that you hear of people having that often. It's certainly a rarity. So is is it difficult to find people to work here or is the number of people that want to work in this industry industry shrinking? It's hard to find people in general right now, which is, you know, excuse us a little bit, but we don't always necessarily have people knocking down our door. There's two types of people that grow into the role. One is we have people like Mark, who's our head butcher now, that came here on a very entry level, no skills position, and then found how much he enjoys making food and taking a whole beef and breaking it down into something that people can take home. It takes a tremendous amount of pride in that and has a tremendous amount of skill. So we'll find people like that. And then the other type of people that we always are looking for is somebody who loves food. And if you love food, you love meat probably. And you come in here, you understand how we do things. And those people, they're not the hardest to find. And we can teach them the skills as long as they have that passion for food. And then going back to the skilled butcher position, it is skilled butchers, I mean, that's even more rare than just somebody that would want to work in a meat market, right? Yeah, definitely. We are fortunate that Mark, who I talked about, and then Jeff, who's our head of production, our head sausage maker, our, our guy who's been here forever, you know, they learn the skills from the ground up. And if we went and tried to hire someone like them, good luck. You know, you'd have to pay so much to take somebody away from another great job and just even finding them. So we want to find people like Mark and Jeff that we can grow, that can grow with us and teach them the skills and really just have um, a great culture here at Lake Shima Country Meats. And then what do you think the future of um, maybe your business specifically and then the industry as a whole looks like over the next say 10 15 20 years it's a great question i'm really interested in what meatless meat is going to do um i personally i love the idea if we could do lab cultured meat where you know we don't have to kill an animal i'm all for that uh killing animals isn't great it's not fun it's also not necessarily the best for the environment and that's something we should all be conscious of what worries me with that is if this is a proprietary thing Food can't be proprietary. Food safety can never be proprietary. And we have Silicon Valley startups that are really driving this, and they have a different view of how business should be done than the food industry. And again, grilling season, where you get your meats and how good meat is. And I even hate to mention all that fake meat or that plant-based meat that they're talking about, but uh, it's getting some attention out there. I smoked some ribs over the weekend, and let me tell you, you didn't pick. You didn't cut those off the lilac bushes, did you? That plant-based meat. No, I did not. <laughs> boy. Yeah, I just. Uh, I mean, boy, oh boy. I mean, you just think 
Where do these ideas come from? I mean, people have great ideas, but how do you, I don't know. I just can't imagine hamburger growing in a greenhouse. I I just don't understand it. But anyway, (laughs) the uh, grilling season is upon us, and probably not a bad day to grill today. It's going to be 80 today, maybe 84, 85 tomorrow. We got markets to get to. Rocky's going to join us from Premier Livestock next here on Wax. It's the Kelly Tire Manufacturer Sale at Sherrill Tire and Service. Huge savings on the Kelly AS and the Kelly Edge AT now through June 8th. Or get up to $200 in rebates on Goodyear tires when you use the Goodyear credit card subject to credit approval. Get to Sherrill Tire for the Kelly Tire Manufacturer Sale today. Sherrill Tire and Service, Clover, Stevens Point, Weston, Wisconsin Rapids, Marshfield, and Medford. Online at SherrillTire.com. Sherrill Tire. And let's get to some morning markets. Rocky's over at Premier Livestock. You ever had one of those soybean burgers or tofu burgers or anything? Well, like I said, it's nothing new. We had soybean burgers, and we don't want them. We don't like them. (laughs) I don't like them. I've had had them once, and, oh, man, I think it took me a whole bottle of ketchup to get it down, but, but... People are eating it, otherwise it wouldn't be on the market, so we got to deal with it. So anyway, but we're not talking about that. We want to talk about what's going on at Premier Livestock, Rocky. What's happening on this Thursday morning? Good morning, and uh, thank you, Bob. Uh, I saw yesterday's dairy cattle auction shaped up. We sold 227 head of dairy cattle. Uh, did have a very good auction, a large crowd on hand. We had one herd of jerseys, two loads of top-end fresh cows. Uh, those Supreme Quality Holstein fresh cows sold higher from 1,700 to 2,000. Uh, we had one fancy load average right at 18 and the other load average right at 17. We had top jersey fresh cows out of the herd, bringing 14 to 1,800 top Holstein spring and heifers brought 11 to 1550. Uh, those lesser quality cows, uh, cows and spring and heifers, 750 to 1000, and the very plain below 750. Uh, next week, Wednesday, we got two herds. We got herd one, 145 Holstein, uh, in Jersey Holstein cross parlor free stall cows. Uh, we're going to have a herd of 35 tie stall cows. Uh, other special auctions coming up for June here at Premier. June 11th, we got our special beef breeding bull, red stock cow, and feeder cattle auction. That's June 11th. Then we have our special dairy heifer auction. That looks to be a very large auction. June 21st, we got 300 head off one dairy, 75 registered heifers off another dairy. So there's well over 400 for that sale. Then June 27th, we're having our machinery auction. Got lots of nice equipment uh, coming in. We are taking consignments for that June 27th machinery auction. Uh, questions, give us a call at Premier 715-229-2500 or check our website at premierlivestockandauctions.com. That's the way it shaped up, Bob. Going to make any dairy breakfast this weekend? Uh, I'm not quite sure yet. But I, I know one thing I am going to be doing is grill, grilling some real meat. That a boy, that a boy. You know, even, and, you know, and I don't want to make the turkey people upset with me, but I'm not a big fan of turkey bacon. I, I, I got to have yeah, I could, regular I could agree with that one. pork bacon. So anyway, well, whatever you do, have a good one. All right, you do. There he goes. That's Rocky over there at Premier Livestock. It's almost 29 minutes before 6 o'clock on a Thursday morning here at Wax. And let's get some local news before we get into the uh, weather. Scott, what's happening around the area? The identities have been released of two men killed in separate utility terrain vehicle accidents during the past week. A 23-year-old Mondovi man died on May 24th in a single UTV vehicle crash near uh, uh, Mondovi. 
that's being investigated by the Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources Bureau of Law Enforcement. That crash occurred at 11 p.m. on private property just off State Highway 10 in the town of Naples. There were two people aboard the UTV at the time of the crash. Buffalo County Sheriff's Office officials have identified the victim as Joshua Sandberg. The DNR is continuing to handle that crash investigation. In another accident, one people is dead and four people were hurt in a, in a UTV crash in Trempolo County. The sheriff's office there said five people were on the UTV Sunday afternoon in the town of Albion when it crashed, killing James Friedel. The injured children are recovering in a Rochester hospital and their identities aren't being released. Wisconsin Governor Tony Evers said diversity and special education are part of what makes schools in the state extraordinary. The governor made a couple of stops in Eau Claire yesterday to talk up his education plan. Evers said the key to making education better in the state is more funding. He said he's disappointed that lawmakers in Madison haven't given him what he asked for in his state budget. Homeless advocates in Eau Claire said they're a quarter of the way to their goal. The advocates said and city leaders uh, said back in April they want to find homes for about 80 of Eau Claire's chronically homeless people. To date, 16 people have been placed in homes. Advocates say they hope to have more homes lined up in the near future. And if President Trump isn't going to open up trade for Wisconsin's dairy farmers, the head of the American Dairy Coalition said it's time they get paid. The coalition's Lori Fisher yesterday wrote a letter to the president that said farmers would always prefer trade to aid, but uh, said there's not enough trade. Fisher always also said the last round of aid amounted to only about $250 million for dairy farmers and said the tariff tit-for-tat with China, Canada, and Mexico have cost dairy farmers nearly $2 billion. You were going to say something, Bob? I was going to say that, uh, yeah, <laughs> we're not sure in this second market facilitation program just exactly what dairy farmers, are they going to get a payment or is it just going to take some money and take product off the market and donate it to the food right. program? We're still waiting to hear all those things. We've got some sketchy details, but uh, nothing that we know for sure. Yeah, it sounds like uh, just the giveaway is the plan so far. Yeah, we'll wait and see what happens. Yep. All right, thank you, Scott. Take a look at the morning news. We'll uh, take a look at uh, more news, calendar, markets. That's all coming up. But let's get some weather. It's warming up, starting to feel like summertime out there. Monica joins us from over at Skywarn 13. But uh, while it's warming up, we just can't get the rain out of the forecast for any length of time over two days. And it rains a little bit, Monica. I know you're exactly right, Bob, and that trend is going to continue for the next couple of days, but at least most of us in the Chippewa Valley northward stayed dry yesterday, and today will be dry, mostly sunny and warmer. We're going to get up to about 80. Meteorological summer, that's what we consider to be the three warmest months of the year, starts this weekend, and it's finally going to be feeling more like it uh, with highs around 80. Then into tonight, down to 55, just a couple of clouds, fairly mild, and then tomorrow Tomorrow is going to be even warmer, mid-80s. Most of the day will be dry, but late afternoon, early evening could see a couple of showers and storms fire up. Just with all of that heat, we'll be at about 84, 85. Then a little cooler to kick off the weekend with a scattered shower, but again, not a wash-up by any means on Saturday. We'll stay at 73. Sunshine Sunday.
stay in the low 70s and then more sunshine Monday, but a couple of storms return on Tuesday. Right now in Eau Claire, it's 50. I'm Skywarn 13 meteorologist Monica Ott. Thanks, Monica. You're welcome. As we look at our weather forecast on wax, oh, we just can't get a stretch of weather that uh, feels like summer. I was watching the, uh, I just happened to go through the old Farmer's Almanac for 2019, and it said our area going to be cooler and wetter this summer than normal. So I think uh, so far it's uh, hit the jackpot on that. All right, 25 minutes to 6. Lots to do yet here on Wax. Losing a loved one is never easy, and probably one of the last things you are thinking about at the time is whether or not that loved one was a hero and an organ donor. I'm Pam Yonke. Al Wright from Barneveld can tell you all about it. He lost his wife, and while sitting in the hospital waiting room, the family remembered that she wanted to be an organ donor. We sitting around, you know, and my son said, didn't mom want to be a donor? My gosh, she did. You know, you're not thinking of that at the time. That's Al Wright from Barneveld. His wife, as an organ donor, became a hero to some 50 people that were touched by tissue, eye, or organ donations from her. It's easy to do. You can register now online. DonateLifeWisconsin.org. DonateLifeWisconsin.org. Today, there's more than 3,000 Wisconsinites waiting for an organ, tissue, or eye donation. You could become their hero. DonateLifeWisconsin.org. We've got markets to get to. we got Jerry Clark in from Chippewa County. But uh, again, the dairy breakfast season underway as of this weekend. Tomorrow we'll be in Marshfield at the Mayor's Breakfast to kick off the Dairy Fest weekend in Marshfield. And then Saturday and Sunday, Scott, some more of the breakfast around the area. Where are they at? Let's go to Barron County on Saturday. That's 6 to 11 a.m. at the Corey and Janelle Picknell Farm. And as we said, that's one of the farms that really got hit by tornado damage a couple of years ago. And they've rebuilt that uh, operation nicely up there and want folks to see it. Also on Saturday, the Jackson County on the farm breakfast will be 6 to 11 a.m. at the Ichabon Swiss and Mahoney East Holstein Farms down at Melrose. And Monroe County is having their breakfast 7 to 11 a.m. Saturday at the Hall Dairy Farms at Toma. Polk County breakfast is 8 to 11 a.m. at the Milltown Community Center in Milltown. Chippewa County will hold its dairy breakfast 8 a.m. to noon at Cadott High School at the Commons in Cadott. Then we go to Sunday. The Abbotsford Dairy Breakfast will be 7 a.m. to noon at the Dean and Sue Bender Farm over at Dorchester. Granton's Dairy Breakfast will be 7 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. at the Gary, Margie, and Brian Dahl Farm on Pelsdorf Avenue at Granton. The Stratton, Stratford FFA Alumni Dairy Breakfast and Farm Tour will be 7 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. at the Country Air Ballroom at Stratford. The Marathon County Dairy Breakfast is... Is 8 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. Sunday at North Central Technical College's Egg Center for Excellence on Highway K at Wausau. And, of course, besides the dairy breakfast, if you get over to the Beaver Creek Reserve this afternoon, starting this afternoon, they're having their annual bird school today through Saturday. Uh, registration starts at 3.30 p.m. for that uh, great program this afternoon. And Thorpe Dairy Days, we can't forget about that, starts tomorrow at Thorpe through Sunday. 
a lot of stuff going on there, and I understand you're not going to be doing the uh, arm wrestling contest, but maybe you'll be doing the lumberjack contest. Yeah, we'll be doing something, that's for sure. So lots of things going on. You got something going on, and uh, we haven't gotten it yet. Send it to us. So we can uh, get it on the air and help you promote it. we got markets next. If you test drive a new 2019 F-150 truck, I promise you'll see why more truck owners are switching and driving F-150s. During our Memorial Day sales event, you can lease a new 2019 F-150 STX for just $199 a month. Plus, you get your choice of a free tunnel cover or a spray and bed liner. I'm Kina. And I'm Rick Moore, the owner of the all-new Eau Claire Ford Lincoln Quick Lane. Lease a new 2019 F-150 STX for just $199 a month. 10% 10% down plus tax title license, 24-month lease. 10,500 miles per year, zero security deposit. This $199 a month lease offer ends June 30th, 2019. We've got a great selection of new 2019 F-150s. If you don't see the truck color or options you're looking for, I'll get it for you. At Eau Claire Ford Lincoln Quick Lane, we give everyone our lowest price. So you never have to worry if you paid too much or if you paid more than your neighbor. Come on in. The all-new Eau Claire 4 Lincoln Quick Lane. Across from the new Fleet Farm, I-94 and Highway 93. 20 minutes before 6 o'clock here at Wax 104.5. Let's go to the Equity Barn and Barron for the report by Casey. Just a reminder, we'll be having a small animal sale June 15th at 9.30 a.m. For today's sale, high-yielding choice Holstein steers sold from 87 to 92.25. Choice Holstein steers sold from 75 to 86, and unfinished steers and heifers sold from 69 and down. Cold cows today, the top 20% sold from 52 to 62.50. We topped out at 63.50. 60% sold from 37.50 to 51.50, and the bottom 20% sold from 37 and down. Cold bulls today were selling from 60 to 75. Quality Holstein bull calves were selling from 60 to 115. We topped out at 135. Quality Holstein heifer calves were selling from 42.50 and down, and light and poor quality calves were selling from 50 and down. Capital One knows life doesn't alert you about your credit card. Next stop, Graham Street. And Brian in the khaki shorts. Your GNL energy bill went up 60% this month. Seems like you want to know. Stand clear of the closing doors. So, meet Eno, the Capital One assistant that catches things that might look wrong, like increases to a recurring bill, then sends an alert to your phone and helps you fix it. Eno. Another way Capital One is watching out for your money when you're not. Capital One, what's in your wallet? See CapitalOne.com for details. Limitations apply. 50 degrees as we continue with the Wax 104.5 chores. Rod Knudsen has the report from the Equity Sparta Barn. The slaughter call mark today steady with 20% of the cows at 52 to 62. We topped at 66. 60% of the cows at 45 to 52. And 20% of the cows at 45 and down. Slaughterable market steady with the high yielding commercial bulls 74 to 80. With your counter lightweight utility bulls at 74 and down. Fed cattle market on a steady to weak tone with a choice overnight. Beef steers and heifers. $1.14 to $1.18. We topped at $1.22 and a quarter. Select the choice beef steers and heifers, $1.05 to $1.14. Your choice dairy cross steers and heifers at $95 to $1.10. Your choice overnight Holstein steers, $85 to $90. Your choice Holstein steers, $78 to $85. With your standard to select steers and heifers at $78 and down. Replacement calf market lower with the top Holstein bull calves at $40 to $0.80 cents a pound. Your choice Holstein heifer calves at $30 to $60. And the good beef type calves at $1.50 to $2.60 a pound. And this has been Rod Knudsen at the Equity Livestock Market at Sparta. Have a good day. 
All right, Rod, you have a good day, too. Let's continue with the markets from the uh, Stratford Equity Barn this time. Jerry Fitzgerald is with us. Good morning, Jerry. How are you doing today? It's supposed to be 80 degrees today. Well, good morning to you, Bob. I guess uh, we can't top that, so let's just leave it at that, should we? Or? All right. <laughs> Sounds like a good plan. And uh, you're going to join us for breakfast tomorrow in Marshfield? Uh, that is the plan at the present time, depending upon if something changes tomorrow. But uh, we'll certainly uh, either be live doing the report or, uh, as we are usual, over the radio, right. over the phone. So, sounds, uh, sounds like a good the plan. The weather sounds good morning doesn't it oh yeah sounds good should be a nice morning tomorrow morning but anyway let's get to the markets where are we at on this thursday morning at stratford that's right, Bob. Already Thursday. This week is moving along quite fast. But anyway, Bob, thank you. And a very good morning to everyone. A summary from yesterday, Wednesday, here at Equity Stratford. And uh, we'll start out with the feeder cattle sale yesterday. Uh, uh, both uh, lightweight beef steers and heifers yesterday. And they were selling mostly from $1.18 to $1.40. Your heavier beef steers and heifers, mostly from 92 to 125 On the Holstein feeder line yesterday, lightweight Holsteins, mostly from 77 to 92 Heavier weight Holstein feeders uh, from 68 to 83, and uh, planer cattle, horn cattle, non-vaccinated cattle do sell lower than these quoted prices. All right, now we'll move into the market auction yesterday. Uh, cows continue to be on a steady to weak trend this week. Uh, the high-yielding cows, good big fleshy high-yielding cows, yesterday's auction selling from 54 to 62. We did top at 63 on the cows on yesterday's sale. The majority of the cows in yesterday's auction, your average flesh dairy cows, they're selling from 42 to 53. Your thinner, plainer cows, Shelly-type cows, $41 and below. On the bull trade yesterday, your better quality bulls from 73 to 79, lighter weight bulls, 70 and back. On the fat cattle trade this week, choice grading Holstein steers are at 79 to 88. High-yielding choice Holsteins from 88 to 90. Select the underfinished cattle, 77 and down. We now move into the calf market. Good quality, uh, 85 to 120-pound Holstein bull calves, 50 to 130, topping at 145. Heifer calves, mostly from 30 to 90. Beef calves, 140 to 300. And now, as Bob said, and we are already at Thursday this week, so we will uh, have a market auction today here in Stratford as per usual. On Thursday, we'll get underway this morning at 11 a.m. Uh, we will sell market cows. Also selling this morning will be fat cattle and bulls. Around the noon hour, we will get to the baby calves. And do keep in mind, just in a couple of days here in Stratford, we've got a big auction coming up. Uh, that special beef breeding bull sale uh, got a lot of very top-quality bulls on the consignment list for that, for that sale. Again, that's going to be Saturday, June 1st, 12 noon here in Stratford. Uh, and again, as I said, if you're in the beef business, this is a sale you do want to attend because we've got a lot of top-quality registered Black Angus bulls. Uh, coming from Auckland Angles, we've got other registered Black Angus, Black Simmental Bulls, Hereford Bulls, just a very good selection. Uh, and again, this will be on Saturday, 12 noon, here in Stratford. So uh, that's kind of the way things are up here on Thursday morning, Bob. And uh, yes, uh, we are planning to coming into the breakfast tomorrow morning, so we will see you then. In the meantime, you and Scott have a good day, and, uh, well, just be real careful, Bob. Now, 80 degrees, you don't want to get sunburned <laughs> all at once here. Boy, I guess not. We'll do our best. Uh, we'll uh, hopefully see you in the morning. Thanks, Jerry, Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Equity Stratford Sale Barn. About 14 minutes before 6 o'clock here at Wax. We've got 50 degrees right now. We'll get up to about 80 today. Monica says 79, but I'm saying 80. Mid-80s tomorrow, but again, chance of rain. Hi, I'm Jack from Eau Claire. 
When I was in high school, I inherited my family's wealth and went on a shopping spree. I spent all of the money and ended up on the streets. Then two local business leaders introduced me to Junior Achievement. It provided him with the knowledge and skills to save money and plan for the future. Now he works as a businessman and helps other young people who are struggling. Junior Achievement, empowering young people to own their own economic success. Check out wisconsin.ja.org to learn more. Now let's go to Tree Livestock in Thorpe. Michelle joins us getting ready for Thorpe Dairy Days. But something we didn't talk about that I know you must have some thoughts about, the loss of Bart Starr the other day. That's uh, hard for Packer fans to realize that he's gone. You know what? You just Every article that I read it just makes you respect the man that much more. I yeah. mean, he was truly, truly, first of all, he was truly, truly what an original football player was all about. And second of all, what a kind man. Yep. I mean, whether you read it from Troy Aikman saying that he received, a, you know, he had a visit from him when he was in the hospital to all the letters that he wrote to all the football players, what a truly genuine man. Boy, I mean, that is. Yeah. Brett Favre said he wrote him a letter after every game. Can you imagine that? All the games that Brett I... Favre played, he wrote, Bart Starr wrote him a letter, to, you know, keep your chin up or nice going or whatever, whatever, but uh, yeah. one of a kind. And you can just see the respect. I, I truly believe, I mean, you can see the respect that yeah. Brett Favre had for oh, him, yeah. especially the night that they were honoring Brett at the um, the evening yeah. at the Packer game. In the rain. It was just in the rain, and then Bart wasn't even, you know, 100% at that point. So, no. I mean, just truly, truly a very genuine man that really should be a, a role model for everyone. Yep. I mean, to, in this day and age with all the money and everything that's in football, ugh, I don't know. Yep, he was quite a guy. We'll miss him, but... Uh... Thank goodness he was a Green Bay Packer. We've got that for us, that's for sure. Well, how good, uh, how busy was the sale last night? All right, thank you, Bob. Summing up the sale from Wednesday, May 29th at Tarine Livestock Market. In the Slavic Market, we topped at 63 and a half with a consignment by Wilichowski Farms of Boyd. 83% of the cows sold from 45 and above. Market cows were 55 to 62, low yielding cows 45 to 54. Thin and wheat cows, 44 and down. In the Holstein steer market, choice and prime, 80 to 90. Selects were 78 and down. For beef textures and heifers, choice and prime, 85 to 111. Selects were 83 and down. In the bull market, high-yielding beef types came in at 66 to 78 with the utilities of 65 and down. In the replacement calf market, good quality Holstein bull cows sold from 55 to $118. We tapped at 120 with a consignment by Keneally Dairy Farms of Lighter and lower quality calves, $25 per head and down. Holstein heifer calves were 10 to $65 per head. Beef calves, 100 to 290 per head. In the hog market, there was no test on the butchers. Sows were 47 to 55. Boars were 21 and down. Our next sale will be Monday the 3rd. We'll start with calves at 5 p.m. If you have a question or you'd like an on-farm visit, give us a call at the market at 715-669-7127. And check us out on the web at tlmthorpe.com. For all the pictures of livestock, your family owned in that very market. Have a great day. Hey, have fun at uh, Thorpe Dairy Days and uh, slay a lot of burgers. Hey! <laughs> make it, let's make it clear. I am not arm wrestling. Well, so I thought there you, you were. You are the when, I, when I read the news, you were the favorite. I heard that all day yesterday. Oh, look how you arm wrestling. No. <laughs> oh, I think you. I think you're just kind of trying to scare off the competition. <laughs> yeah.
Yeah, right. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> See you later. Take care. There she goes. That's Michelle over at Train Livestock in Thorpe. I think she is arm wrestling. Central Livestock Association is your full-service livestock market with sale barns in Zambroda, Albany, and Rock Creek. Central Livestock has been in the business of marketing your livestock successfully for almost 100 years, so you know they know the business. They handle all species of livestock with special sales each week, Monday through Thursday. To find out more about their sales schedule, call Zambroda toll-free at 1-877-732-7305. That number again is 1-877-732-7305. Trust your livestock to the professionals at Central Livestock. Nine minutes before six at Wax 104.5. Let's go to the Zambroda Barn for the report from Pat Mikla. At the dairy cattle sale, we had Holstein springing heifers, $600 to $800 per head. Fancy springing heifers bringing up to 910 The Holstein springing cows were at $900. And the Holstein fresh and milking cows ranged 625 to 1025 the top dairy milk cows brought $1,025 with the high-quality dairy cows from $900 to $1,000 per head. In the sheep and goat division, we had market lambs, the shorn and the unshorn, $77.50 to $1.55. We had feeder lambs, 50 to 70 pounds, ranging 5 to 175 70 to 90 pounds from 95 to $1.70. Slaughter use utility and goods from forty seven fifty to seventy. Thinning cow use brought from five to forty seven fifty. And goats forty sixty pounds they brought from forty five to one hundred and eighty dollars. Seventy to ninety pounds from eighty to two hundred and five. Goats weighing one hundred to one hundred and eighty pounds brought from one twenty five to two hundred and five dollars per head. And at the Tuesday feeder pig auction, we had some 50 to 60 pounders that brought $65 per head, 60 to 80 pound pigs from 50 to 75, 80 to 100 pounds brought 70 to 75, 100 to 120 pound pigs brought 82 to 12250 per head. Thank you, Pat. Pat Micklover at Central Livestock. Synergy Co-op bringing us the rest of the markets. Kind of overnight, the markets cooled off a little bit. The slow planning really pushed prices higher, but then some sell-off. July corn this morning down about a nickel at 414. The oats down a penny at 313. Wheat down 7 at 483. Soybeans down 7 at 865 on the July contract. And soybean meal down 260 a ton at 316.40. Country elevator prices on the DTN screen. Corn today at Golden Plump, 366. Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, Fall Creek, and Osseo down to 359. And uh, the soybeans at 771. Stevens Point, 367 and 760. Elk Mound, 366 and 777. Down at Sparta, the corn is 363. The beans at 767. Ellsworth, 351 in the corn, 771 in the beans. Ethanol plants, Boyceville 367, Stanley 371, New Richmond 367. Cheese prices unchanged, barrels 154 and a quarter, blocks 168 and a quarter, butter down three and a half at 237 and a quarter, May class three unchanged, 1638, June down a penny at 1607, July up six at 1646, August up 11 at 1681, September up 13 at 1708, October also above $17. Customer. We take pride in serving you. When you're a customer, you're the company. Always a part of one big family. Customer-owned community. 
Walker is with us, Chippewa County Agricultural Agent, on this Thursday morning. Good morning, Jer. Good morning, Bob. You've been out in the hayfields checking them? Yeah, I've been around the county a little bit and starting to see. It's hard to find a hayfield yeah. that hasn't been turned over. But unfortunately, uh, we have been able to get out uh, into the fields and do some uh, that peak stick evaluation or measuring some of the vegetative or the state of the alfalfa as it grows. and. What we're seeing across uh, uh, Chippewa County and uh, Katy and Dunn County sent us some information as well. And Chippewa County in the um, in that Holcomb area, uh, kind of along Highway 64, I guess, uh, between Cornell and Holcomb, uh, we see fields that are in that uh, 220 uh, range for the most part, uh, relative feed value. Behind last year, that's for sure. Yeah, we're definitely behind. And then um, in the Tilden area, we were down around 210, so a little bit taller. It was a couple inches taller in that area. Still all vegetative, not seeing any buds on the alfalfa at all. And then Katie and uh, Dunn County had sent us some information uh, near Menominee, a couple sites, um, one at 185. So that's the one that's really cruising along. So if you're looking, you know, if we lose uh, five points a day, uh, 15 points on harvest, those kind of things, within three, four days, that field could be ready for harvest already. And then um, another one in that same area was around uh, 200 relative feed value. There, there was about 25% winter kill in that field, although the farmer is going to keep it as we need the feed. Right. So then um, the, the last one would be Colfax. Uh, they were vegetative state, obviously, around 200. So kind of bouncing around all over mm-hmm. the place uh, just based on height, and, and uh, most all of it's in the vegetative state. All right, well, 80, 85 the next couple of days. Hopefully that'll help a little bit. And if we don't have enough challenges with the corn, Brian Jensen said, look out, we might have another one, huh? Yeah, just an update. Uh, Brian Jensen is our uh, integrated pest management program coordinator, kind of an entomologist by trade. And um, he just sent out something that uh, the, the black cutworm moth flight, so the adult flight, has been pretty heavy to moderate across most of the state. So I guess with the southerly winds we've had recently, those have been blowing in. And so um, the the adult flight is high. So the uh, that usually tells us to make sure we're scouting for it. And actually the timing for this is not good because we've got late planting. These plants, corn plants, will be very sh- short, uh, easy for cutworms to, to, to cut and obviously destroy. So just be on the lookout for those as you... As what are we looking for? Well, you're looking for the adult. Uh, well, the moth is going to lay eggs so that in a, in a few couple of weeks, you're going to see that uh, insect or the larva start to, to emerge. So it's going to be kind of a black, greasy-looking uh, insect with uh, a couple bands on it. But anything, And it's going to be kind of C-shaped, so if you touch it, it kind of curls up. But they'll be right at the soil surface. You may have to dig in to the soil a little bit to see if, if you're seeing cut plants for sure. If you're seeing a plant that's tipped over, odds are there's a cutworm in the area. So you're looking at if there's 2 to 5% of the cutting going on, that's a threshold to start looking at a treatment option. Don't count on BT for always working. Um, some of the cutworms are not uh, on some of those BT proteins that will work. So make sure you're, uh, the, the, the BT product, if you have that in the corn that's being used, um, is for cutworm, but usually it'll it'll suppress them. It maybe doesn't control them completely. Uh, Going to be in Cadott Saturday morning. Have breakfast. Try to get over there. That's yep. the plan. Cadott breakfast, Chippewa Fall. When's the uh, chicken dinner in Chippewa? Oh, good question. Uh, it's always about the third Wednesday. Third Wednesday. Yeah. Um, don't have my calendar in front of me. Either, but, I don't either. So anyway, but a lot of things coming up. Yep. All right, Jerry. Thank you, sir. Right. Thank you, Bob. Jerry Clark, Chippewa County Agricultural Agent. So you got corn in. Be sure and make sure you 
scout for that uh, black cutworm. Don't want to have more problems than we already have. 50 degrees, should get about 80 today. Think about what you want your woodlands to be. If you're a landowner, your forest is an endless bounty of resources. From hiking to hunting, foraging for natural foods, and even an opportunity to educate yourself and your children, your forest can give back to you. But it's up to you to manage it sustainably for today and tomorrow. Invite your local forester out for a property visit. It's easy and free. Just visit mywisconsinwoods.org today and get started on getting what you want out of your woods. Wax 104.1 